0: Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We got four games to recap and it's the last time we'll ever recap four games in 2020. Probably not, I don't know. Hello and welcome to Talkin' Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us. Three of the divisional series have been wrapped up. One remains. We're going to discuss how that happened today. My name's Jimmy. Jake's sitting next to me. Trev out in California joins us as always because he's a host on the show. He's not really joining us. He's always here. And BBD is behind the dish. Coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx. R-S-V-L-T-S. Four games, guys. Three series have been wrapped up. One continues tonight. How's everyone doing?
1: Jake. I'm good. I'm good. Baseball's still hot in the streets. A poopy football game that Trevor's probably going to talk about for hours on end. Uh, but baseball stays hot. Three teams eliminated Yesterday, goodbye the Fish, goodbye the A's, goodbye the Fathers uh, Which lead into the penultimate of Game 5's tonight Which we'll talk about on the Talking Baseball pregame show coming up after this Um, But yeah man, uh, some good action yesterday Uh, None of the games were really great, great Like you didn't have to go to the water cooler and scream at someone about it But a lot of good baseball, Trevor, off the menu, ploof Hmm
2: what is like gather around the water cooler mean? Is that like a real water cooler? Like I, ne- I I get it. You're at work. You talk to your, your you know, coworkers, but like literally at a water cooler. Yeah. So yeah, there, was-
1: there was a water cooler right across from my desk at my office in Denver. And it literally became like the, if people wanted to stop working, they'd grab water and they'd come talk to me. That's incredible.
0: Yeah, my water cooler at the job I had before this was just the fridge. You know, you do the water from the fridge. But if I talked to someone, it was while I was filling up my water. Otherwise, I was in my office, never talking.
2: All right. I mean, I thought yeah. it was just kind
1: of a figure of speech. No, you. I understand really why you think
2: that, but it truly is.
1: And maybe it, maybe it's, it's a real. figure of speech real. now. Who knows what the new world has to offer? Ooh. Do offices exist? Do we exist? Well, I have a time machine. You knew that,
2: right? We could just go check. The water cooler is still going to be around in fifty years. I'd assume yes, because water's <laughs> water's going to
1: stay. I'm in on water. <laughs> I
0: would guess the amount of words you said to your coworkers. In one day was the amount of words I said to my coworkers in a
1: month. Right. I mean, it's also a very different environment. You guys are like video editing, um, and I'm with a bunch of people that want to kill themselves. So, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, I just didn't. I had one my own office, which was nice. Right.
1: But I was just go in, work,
0: leave. Uh, All right. Okay. The games. Yeah. Cronpod. Eight minutes on the clock, Trev. Trev, do you have anything else to say besides your water cooler ask before we dive in?
2: No, no, I'm doing great. Um, Excited about tonight. Mm. Um, I watched the games yesterday and. Huge. You know, we'll get into them. I got some thoughts on them. Yeah. We can start. Yeah, Crompox. Starting with the Braves and uh, the fish, the bottom feeders. Trev,
0: here's something that only patrons will understand because we referenced it on the post game show yesterday. I believe my pinata auction. Starts today. They gave me a warning. Mm. So I'll give so, you a heads up. I um, need it. Speaking of patrons, today's episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by Quentin Cochran. And I wonder how Quentin Hubner feels knowing yeah. there's two oh. Quentins in the Patreon turf. now. Turf. I don't know if that's an open arms Quentin. Quentin I'm Quentin as well. Or I think it is. Know. It depends what fan Quentin Cochran is. San Quentin. Uh, Edwin Saez. Steven Benjamin Eisen, Douglas Titmus, related to Scott, because we got a Scott Titmus that's always with us, Brian Ordonez, and Oscar Vargas. Those are our most recent patron supporters. Thank you very much. They get to join the live chat with us. A little pregame talk, a little postgame talk, um, and live with us. They help us out a ton. All right, cron pot it is. The first game of the day, as always, was Braves, Marlins. The Braves win this game easily, seven to nothing. They score four runs in the third inning, and then one in the fourth, two in the fifth. They blank the Marlins for only five hits the entire way. Ian or Kyle Wright, like, absolutely shoved six innings pitch, zero earned runs. So that's four good starts in a row for that kid. And then their bullpen, they didn't even really have to get that dirty because they were winning by a lot. They used Shane Green, I think, at the end, just because they had, didn't use him a couple yesterday. Uh, but the Braves kind of roll through, win this easily. Sixto Sanchez gets himself in a lot of trouble. He got himself in bases loaded, no out jam in the second inning, and got out of it, and then got himself into more trouble, didn't get out of it later on. Uh, I don't know. Easy. Uh, first playoff series the Marlins have lost in their history. Trev. Did You watch this game. You Got any
2: thoughts for us here? I I did, and yes, the the final line of Kyle Wright was excellent. Six innings pitched, three hits, zero earned runs. But it wasn't it wasn't like yeah. smooth sailing for him. Like he was battling throughout, and I believe in the third inning, maybe. I mean, they had guys ready to go, guys in the pen, uh, but he got out of that inning, and then the Braves gave some cushion. And I think once that happened, they're like, hey, let's let's see if we can ride him out. Let's save our pen, see how much length we can get out of him. And he ended up doing it. Six innings, like I said. Um, if you listen to the pod yesterday, I said this is going to be a start we remember for Kyle Wright. Don't know if it was technically that because it wasn't super dominant. But the final line is, and yeah, the uh, the Braves offense showed up. The bottom feeders are going to go back to Miami. And I don't know what. What do you do in Miami in October? The Columbus Can't. Day Regatta. You go out on, on the water in your boat. But they're done. They're not
1: playing yeah. baseball. No. They went 0 for 9 with the runners in scoring position, left 8 on base. Um. The start of this game was who's going to bend and break. Are the Are the Marlins going to kind of make this a series and push a couple across? The Braves loaded them up in the second. 6 still gets out of it. And then the Marlins, they put, they put 2 on in the first. They couldn't score there. Um, And then they also put, they loaded the bases themselves in bottom third, and they couldn't get anything across. So in those first couple innings, you've got a lot of ducks on the pond, and you can't get anything across. And then once the Braves push across four, they make it five after Freddie Freeman RBIs. And then Kyle Wright did settle in, which give him credit for that, Um, you know, more, It's more important for him than the Braves actually resting their bullpen Because they get a few days between the going to the championship series And Braves fans get to feel alright about Kyle Wright going into his next start uh, The conversation I think we all know in the coming days is going to be Have the Braves played anybody that matters <laughs> They played the Reds, whose offense looked straight anemic And then they played the Marlins, who were fun story And they're exciting, and they play ball the right way But You know, you look at this roster top down, especially next to the Braves, and it's like these teams were in a different league. So,
0: Well, there's only one team that seems to matter in the NL, though, and that's kind of the whole thing. But the Braves will go there. Uh, Good, good call. Find out. Good call about the end. Norm Shaver, our patron, our Braves uh, analytics department helps us out. Kyle Wright retired 12 of the last 13 batters, and I, you know, it comes. You said they got people up for the third, Trev. It it really helped him out. Uh, that the Braves put up a four spot in the top of the third because he opened bottom third, hit by pitch, single. So two on, no outs. And I think if the score is tied, you're probably making a transition there because that's his third inning in a row where I believe he had a runner on um, early. In the first inning, the Marlins had two on. So the Marlins couldn't convert, but Kyle Wright did end innings. Without damage, and then he went on to settle in and look good. So, um, huge at
1: bat against Aguilar in the third there, uh, yeah. two two count, pair of foul balls, and then he punches him on a nice curve ball. And that, uh, you know, that did good pitches. that did seem like the Marlins' chance to either punch back or get back in this game. And yeah, you never doubt a Vandy man. You know, from one to another, uh, good good for him. So, I'll say
0: I'll say this with Dansby hitting like he's hitting so far. Uh, he had a, he had two hits again. He had a double. This Braves lineup's much deeper than I think anyone would guess it is on paper because Dansby's hitting for power. He's got extra base hits. He's got home runs. Darno looks amazing. Yeah. So you got Acuna, you got Freeman, you got Ozuna, you got Darno, you got Albys, you got Swanson. The uh, top six there look really good. Duvall's been struggling. He did get um, a hit in an RBI in this game. I don't know what it was. Uh, But he's been struggling the postseason so far. But that top six is deeper, and, you know, Braves fans might be like, duh. But for outsider opinion, like, I don't think of Darnell as a masher or Dansby as a masher, and those two guys getting involved really makes that lineup deeper. So we'll see what happens with it.
2: What do we think about the fish? Like, what's the end of the season for them? What what kind of grade do we give them going forward? Are we on the fish for next year? Oh, yeah. It's just a – the pitching staff is there. We know that. Or at least it's it's they, shown to be there.
1: They're kind of doing it reverse style. I feel like a lot of teams they figure out the hitting and then the pitchers find their way. They're uh you know, they're going to have a pretty nice pitching staff next year and it's going to be how guys like Jazz Chisholm can make the leap, can uh, Magnaris Sierra, your guy. Um and interested to see, you know, uh, I think Aguilar, I believe this was his last year. I forget. They got him in that waiver trade. So, you know, what can your guy Jeets put around them? If you're a Marlins fan, I mean, you got the pitching. Let's see what else you can get around it. What other young guys are on the way? Um, I don't know. I Very impressive because every team played the same
0: season. I do wonder when we go back to 162 if the yeah. Nats and the Phillies are like, guys, we were – you know better in a long series you guys got this hot. lineup you wrote a nice wave um our our swell didn't come yet but it was on its way
2: it's kind of how I'm feeling about them like you know yes they won some series they took the Cubs out the pitching did show up six to Alcantara and who's the other guy who am I missing Lopez pablo they look they look legit but the yeah. offense, I mean, if you just kind of look up and down the line and be like, okay, well, like you said, Jim, over 162, is that offense really going to hold up? They were below average OPS plus. Even their pitching was below average. Everything about the Marlins is below average except for the record. So typically that doesn't hold up. Aguilar's uh, yeah, got looks, two like, years of arbitration. To
1: they, uh,
2: Aguilar has two years of
0: arbitration. He's not a free agent until 2023.
2: Good. It's a good bat for them to have. Nelson and, Cruz, diet, diet, diet. Nelson Cruz and
1: tying um, it tying it to this season. I mean, you know, the if there was another week of the season and the Marlins went two and four, they might not make the playoffs. Um, so I don't know. I I think the there's not going to be a ton of Marlins excitement last year. They're going to have to prove a lot of people wrong again and. They they need more bats, man. They need more twigs.
2: Everyone played the same season, and the Marlins had a
1: really yeah. good season, though. They had a nice 2020. Yeah. They need
2: to change their uniforms again. Whatever they did, just reverse that. It was they're so bad. That's one, that's my main takeaway from the whole season. I don't so like them, like the but I
0: feel like I'm not the demo that would like them. Like they're in Miami. I'm not a Miami guy. So if if Miami, if the Miami populace loves that uniform. So I be don't it. I think they do, man. I don't know.
1: I don't know the answer to that. I don't like them. They Freddie look. and Albie's didn't even have really Is good series. In the
2: chat, do you guys like does the chat like the unis? Yeah, or Duvall. They all had like one hit each.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying, you know, Duvall, he's bad in seventh. He kind of comes and goes. I mean, Freddie, you know, the Braves offense went off this series, and Freddie Freeman hits two for four in this game. He finishes with a one sixty seven batting average. So maybe that can spark him against the Dodgers. Um, that lineup's good it's uh I'm, I'm hoping the Braves can can bring those boomsticks and win early innings and get to that bullpen against the Dodgers that would make it fun Yeah
0: all right game number two on the day Oakland Athletics versus the Houston Astros the Astros win by five runs uh, Oakland had a, a quick lead they go up three nothing Astros put a five spot up in the fourth to go five to three. Ace snap back a little bit with one run to make it 5-4, and the Astros say, no, 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 no. Make it 7-4, then they make it 9-4, then they make it 11-4, and they just pound on the ace. Uh, not good. Monsus gave up five earned runs. Then they go to Wendelkin. He gives up two earned runs. And then they go to, you know, Minor and Trevino split an inning or however that worked out, and then Soria – and Deakman give up two earned runs each. I know you guys are saying it's closer than the box score makes. It looks 11 to six. I truly don't think it was is it was one early home run. And then the Astros just had their way with Oakland like they did this entire
2: series. It was uh yeah, it, it seemed like a mismatch. And I think the concerns we had with Oakland going into the series kind of showed up. We said, Hey, we don't know about their starters. Have a deep bullpen, but how much can you rely on that five days in a row? You know, Bassett gave him a pretty good start, but even he got touched up a little bit. It just seemed like second time, third time, through the order, the Astros have just been going off. You know, middle of the game, like we see here, it's just five runs, two, 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 crooked numbers everywhere. And basically, I mean, like we we talked about this before the show, Carlos Correa has carried that team. I mean other guys have have hit but he's been the constant force, the guy that you know, the heel, the the asshole like but he's bringing the energy and you can't deny it when you're watching him play you're like holy shit like he's he was by far the best player on the field yesterday. It wasn't even close. And that's he's been it's been that way the entire series. Love him or hate him, he's playing good baseball right now.
1: Five RBIs from Correa yesterday. He's been a monster. Uh, The two through six hitters for Houston yesterday, everyone got on base at least three times. Um, Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Tucker, Correa. That's not a good recipe if you're an Oakland fan. You know, uh, Simeon boots that ball in game one. That game should have been a lot closer. Simeon hit one to the track when everything seemingly has been going out in this series, and it dies. It would have made it a two-run game. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, Houston's rolling right now. Grinky doesn't look great. There's the whole, he, oh, he showed him a curveball. He's doing his pitch sequencing. Uh, but it, after all of Grinky's antics this year, uh, a lot of people were jumping on that. And in the moment, it was like, oh, my God, Grinky. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Oakland's pitching couldn't do enough. Houston finishes with an 11 spot. And I don't care how much the ball is flying out of the stadium. You can't do that. Um, And a couple things, I think, Jimmy, you say this sometimes, and I I think people don't know how to take it, but sometimes in sports, things can happen. You can do something good that can set you back later in the series. And I think Chris Davis getting off to a good start this series, he ended up coming back to kind of the Chris Davis he's been. He has, he goes 0 for 4 with four Ks in this game in the cleanup spot. He kind of, got sparked they were hoping he got sparked and it kind of didn't happen uh but man they go up three nothing laser show Loriano, the guy that does it off of yesterday's win and then they just start missing pitches and you can't do that uh Brantley with a two homer game uh we don't talk about that guy enough he was their uh one of their best hitters through the year hits third I mean and he's just a dude of dudes so good for Houston uh it's going to be exciting to see who they get locked up with, man.
0: I'm trying to do a quick count right now. Quick count cuz Dusty, who always has a plan, said that the Astros, they don't want to hit home runs. They want to hit home runs after walks. And they got a home run after a walk yesterday, and I just counted quickly, I think I think four of their home runs are, are with two-run shots, and they have two solos and they were both back-to-back like leading off the inning. If they get a walk, look out for that home run swing right behind look them. Look out. Yeah, I, think it, I, mean, I think versus the Twins, they did the same thing, right? Brantley walked and then Tucker in game one.
1: Remember we called that, I thought. Tuck, feels, Tucker,
0: Tucker walked and Correa homered.
1: Feels oddly long ago, and that was, you know, their pitching was kind of the standout um, when I think back to that series. But, um, I forget. Yeah, anyway. they, they dented Homer in the four to one game, game one. The A's
0: didn't show me a lot. For all the hype their bullpen got, I mean, what did
2: their bullpen like do? Just Hendricks. He was the, he was the only one that showed up. Yeah, pumped. You know, Dusty was on the broadcast, and I hate when they interview during the game, but they do it, so you listen to it. And he was talking about he thinks the sliders and the curveballs. Um, are looking like they do at Coors Field. He was saying they were just hanging. And if you watch the games, whether it was the pitchers just hanging them, whether it was the balls or the the air, which I don't believe it was, I think it was the balls. Um, they were, they were hanging and they were getting banged. Like every home run, I, I mean, that I saw, I mean, there was probably how many were there yesterday? It was like six homers yesterday. I think they were almost all were on off speed pitches, and they were just hanging there. Like, if you don't hit those pitches out, you're upset. Where's the ALCS being played? San Diego or LA? I
1: believe San Diego. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, touching on that point, and you wonder what discussions go on mid-games between pitching coaches, managers, whoever. Um, You know, Christian Javier comes in. He pitches 2.1, ends up giving up zero earned runs, which in – the way this series was going with all the long balls and everything. And he was pumping heaters. Um, And you wonder how a player like that, if you have a good fastball when off-speed just isn't working, whether it's the balls, the stadium, (laughs) mentally, who knows? And then a guy can give that kind of performance that's uh, very impactful.
2: Yeah, I made this point on my Twitter. I'm like, it's not the atmosphere or the weather or the climate. Like, the Dodgers have been in the playoffs – Every year for the last 10 years. Like, if something's different, we're seeing these balls fly in the park. It's the freaking balls, you know. And talk to Meredith. She'll tell you about them. I'm sure mm-hmm. she'll be scooping them up, dissecting them, and coming on our show this offseason to tell us. But it sure seemed like the ball was traveling further in LA than we've seen it in a long time because we're seeing Oppo three quarters up the bleachers. It just doesn't happen. Yep. I mean, their bullpen really – I mean, their
0: starting pitching wasn't good. Their bullpen wasn't good. The A's pitching was
2: bad this whole, all four games.
0: The overs hit every single game. I mean, Liam Hendricks was the only reliever without, that didn't give up an earned run or a run uh, with Mike Miner. Maybe use him more. Veteran dude who looked good. I don't yeah, know. that was interesting, yeah. Um, but, like, you know, everyone else, Weems, Wendell, Trevino, Soria,
1: Petit, Diekman, they all got knocked around. And those Houston guys pretty good too. Yeah, they look credit. good. Yeah. And who pitched in this game
0: for them? I mean, Granky started. Blake Taylor. He Christian didn't look Javier. good. And then their, their,
2: that
1: reliever. Ferreira's the good. Yeah.
0: Anoli might be a problem. He might be their dude.
1: Steps he's their up. guy. He's he's clearly jumped up to be their, their dude behind Presley. Um. Yeah, man. Interested to see, again, what are – It's questions that I so want to talk about, but we're so blinded by Yankees world that, like, what is Houston going to look like in a seven-game set? And then it matters if they're playing the Yankees or the Rays, which is the next game. Wow.
0: But before we get to that, i got to tell you a little bit about DraftKings Sportsbook. Week four of football is in the books. Now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week five. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 5, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now. Now. Because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of that great sign-up offer, DraftKings offers great odds and boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain with a G. Mm-hmm. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all you basketball fans a 200% profit boost on any basketball market. Once you sign up, DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code JOHNBOY to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time only, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires $25, 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jesse Schofield. Yankees-Rays, game three. Elimination game for the Yanks. Their first of the playoffs, and they don't have Cole as their best arm, but they do have a loaded bullpen. Tampa, they have the opener, Yarbrough pitches five innings, and then Sledgers, they don't waste any of their good arms because they're down. Yankees needed that early lead to make it that the situation. Early lead was crucial to the Yankees' Um Winning here and not making the Rays use those dominant arms they have out of the pen. Voight opens it up with a home run, a leadoff home run in the bottom of the second inning. We were surprised they kept Thompson in for two. Um, he goes on to walk the next three batters, scared of the strike zone. The Yankees cannot really do much damage there. It remains a close game for a while. Jordan Montgomery goes for the Yanks. They let him go four innings pitched, one earned run. It was Dicey, it wasn't beautiful, but it's a really good result for Monty. I, agreed, I disagreed with allowing him to do some of the things they allowed him to do and the strategy they employed, but it worked, so I'm happy about it. Then the Yankees go to their three horsemen. Chad Green pitches two really nice innings. Zach Britton looks great for 1.2, and Chapman looks really good for 1.1. They hold the Rays to only – how many hits do the Rays have? Three. Three hits for the Rays. Uh, One run, 11 strikeouts um, for the Yankees pitchers. Rays bats went a little dead, and then the Yankees get a bomb home run from Glaber. Late to give them a little cushion. Went up to the the triple deck of the balcony of the warehouse there. uh, After a single from Gardner, two-run shot. Yanks win this one. Rays seemed a little content to not use any of the pitchers they want to depend on in Game 5, so we're set up for a doozy here
2: tonight. Yeah, man. I, that, it, it is interesting that it kept all the guys, all their horses, as they call them, in the stable. Um, but I want to talk about this game, but all I can think about is, yes, the, the matchup that we have coming today. I'll try to recap this game, I guess.
0: Well, Trev, were you um, surprised at all about Montgomery uh, facing Arazarania twice or the fact that they finally blanked Arazarania? He went 0 for 4. They completely changed the strategy of how they're attacking him. Did you notice that or see that at
2: all? I think the broadcast mentioned it a little. They were talking about they were attacking him lower in the zone rather than higher in the zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think it will be opposite today. I think Garrett Cole is going to go right back to the top of the zone with that heater. Ugh, that's scary for me. Oh, he did it to him the uh, last time he pitched. Yeah, he and, Rosa, and, right a Rose,
1: and a Rosarana clipped him. Yeah, got him.
2: He also struck him out though on that same pitch, and a really crucial part of that first game, didn't he? Am I mistaken that? I don't know. The, I think he went like 99 Bad times up, stick up. out
1: better than the good times. I know, say, I know, I know. know.
2: Yeah, it's it was interesting. Imani, he he surprised me. I mean, he goes four innings. I didn't think he'd go that long. Um, the Rays, yeah. They, I mean, look, they got a hit. If they didn't hit yesterday, I'm kind of worried about them today. To be honest with you,
1: three hits from the Rays. Um, you know, we just talked about a bunch of elimination games. Sixto Sanchez, he was a story of this year, huge prospect. Goodbye, you're eliminated. Frankie Montes, you got all the arm talent in the world. You were special last year. You've been mad this year. Oakland eliminated. Jordan Montgomery gets the pill. Um, and hey, I think. There was a. There's been chess being played. The Yankees played a terrible chess game Tuesday by overthinking their pitching. The Rays have a couple guys that mash lefties. Uh, Brasso, who comes in for the pinch hit later against Britain, they didn't give him the start. Um, Joey Wendell has been playing really well, um, and Brandon Lau has not. Lau is hitless this series. Um, he is one of their guys though, so there's a little bit of chicken where I think. You know, in a normal Rays game, I think they would have sat Lau, started Brasso, and say, hey, you're going to start Jordan Montgomery, here's Yandy, here's Brasso, and here's a Rosarena. Have fun, kid. They don't do that. Uh, Monty bends and doesn't break. He also looks pretty good. He's throwing a good curveball, pumping heaters. Good for him. Four point four innings, one earned run. Yanks go to their good pen, who have looked really good. The story is going to be how much do they have in the tank for tomorrow? And the Rays did have Fairbanks up at one point in this game uh, to get him going. Uh, I think they sat him down. It was either after the Glaber homer um, or or a little earlier. But the Yanks got ahead, which was huge in this game. Voight with the homer, Torres with the homer, and uh, yeah, uh, Brett Gardner, a couple big at bats. He gets two hits. LeMahieu, I mean, he doesn't even jump out in your head. He has another two-hit game. Judges the storyline a little bit for the Yankees uh, coming into tonight's game. But, I mean, you're so right, Trev. Like, There's more to talk about in this game, I'm sure, but like, it's almost like, who cares? We're we're at the Uh, end. Here comes glass now and Cole, let's do it. I got a question for you guys. Show me your dick.
2: You always say three are three guys at the back of the pen. Is Chad Green one of those guys? Big time. Yeah. Like, Britain and oh, Chapman, yeah. I get it. Oh, yeah. Chad Green hasn't been – he was good in 2000, what, 17? Chad Green's really good. 2019, 2020, he's been okay. Well, when I watch him pitch, well, I'm not, well, like, I don't well, see him dominating when I watch him pitch. Well, then you haven't
0: watched him pitch a lot. In 2019, he his arm slot was different coming out of spring training, and he was bad, bad. They sent him down <laughs> to the minor leagues um, to fix him. And when he came back from that, he was... So, like, the overall stats don't look great. After that, he had a 2-3 ERA, 53 innings pitched, with 81 strikeouts. Um, 2017, Chad Green is about as elite of a year a reliever could have, and he was going multiple innings then. 2018, Chad Green, they messed with him a little bit. His numbers are good, uh, but they, they... they didn't know how they wanted to use him. He didn't have a plan. But he's really good. He's really the good.
2: strikeouts per nine are there. Obviously, he can strike guys out. When I watch him, I'm not like, dude, this guy's going to dominate this inning. He he's- hits his spots like I've never seen
0: a reliever since Mariano hit the spot he wants to hit. And he just goes top corner, bottom oh, yeah. corner, just dot, dot, dot.
1: He's got it's, – it's an elite fastball uh, movement-wise. Like, he didn't really – he didn't really have a second pitch for a little while. His knuckle, I think it's technically a knuckle curve. Mm. It's its evolved into a plus pitch itself. But, I mean, there's, there was times when he could just go fastballs all day and he could get you. So he's hes evolved a little bit. He, a, he had a couple tough moments, but still. It's a spin efficiency. Like, it's got with, a little jackrabbit in it. With, with mm. us adding loopholes, and he did get sent down after a horrible start. Uh, in 2019 but it was an Um, easy over the past four years he has a 2.9 era and you know a 12.3k per nine
2: i want to keep going on this but i'll save it for the pre the pregame because we could talk about this all day um another
1: thing i wanted to ask about
2: this game i'm trying to remember i just totally slipped my mind oh judge yeah he has been a problem they don't need him because they can still have they still have plenty of bats. But my goodness, if he shows up, it's going to be really tough for the race. Yep. Like that's one thing they got to continue to do is hold. If they w- want to win today, you got to hold.
0: Trev, just does get getting on, just getting
2: away. on base, change your psyche,
0: even if it's a. Uh, so what I'm what I'm banking on is judges look so bad after every at bat, he has to turn and go straight to the dugout. His last two at bats yesterday, four pitch walk. He didn't do much to deserve that, but he gets to go to first base, and then his last at bat is an error by the third baseman who replaced Joey Wendell, gets to go to first base. I'm genuinely asking, does that help a batter at all? Change his psyche, like, hey, at least I'm here, one step closer
2: to getting hit. No, no, it's a, it's a. You'd rather as a hitter, barrel one out. Walk is whatever. No, not even barrel one and get out. It okay. actually makes you worse. You get pissed off even more because you're like, damn, that was my chance.
1: Wasted one. If
2: you, if you get a crappy hit, if you bloop one in, infield yeah. single, that's what will change your run. That's why I always defend bunting. I'm like, yeah, you don't shouldn't bunt in certain situations, but like when you're struggling, lay one down. Get on right. base, get that hit, see the 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 you know the one in the hit column for you, and it's just like that whole thing where it just relaxes you. Yeah. Well, maybe that's so the next he, step. He needs bloop hit, that. Bloop in the first at-bat. If he gets a blue pit in his first at bat, watch out. Okay. Final There's, notes. In, I mean, look. I have one final to, note after Jake's
1: final note. I've got two ahead. half final notes. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, first batter, got on, double play ball. Voight steps on first, fired a second. Talk One of those plays that feels like it changes a Momentum. course of events going throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was huge. And uh, just on the raise side of things, you know, we're talking about them not using their horses. It was because Ryan Yarbrough, a friend of the pod, did do a nice job. And, you know, if this was talking raise, we'd be saying, like, hey, he's he saved all of our good guys for tomorrow. We didn't have to burn any of them. And holy smokes, the two guys, two of the three that did have hits yesterday, G Man Choi, who's gonna be a big time storyline tonight, and Kevin goddamn Kiermaier Can't stop, won't stop. I get down, baby. Oh two, right in the middle. Fuck.
0: Uh, I oh, want, I want to point out a, a nice human moment that happened in the game yesterday. A
1: When you choked me on the live feed with my chain. That was, that. that was good. That was good. Kind of sexy.
0: No. A Rosarena, young kid. yeah. from Cuba, steps into the box against a rollish Chapman, also from Cuba. He was 15 when Chapman made his debut, and that was when there was not a lot of Cuban players in the MLB. There's some, but maybe like one. It's like, kind of like Japanese players are now, like a handful. Now there's a ton of Cuban players because it's been easier. I'm guessing he, when he was a teenager, watched a lot of Chapman, loved him, hated him, definitely knows who he is. That's like an idol in Cuban baseball.
1: It's a dude.
0: Dude. And he steps in, and you could see a slight smile. And when Chapman blew that fastball by Randy, you could see him look and smile and kind of have a moment like, oh, that was fucking cool, or wild. Uh, so that's
2: probably a cool moment for that kid, Orozarena. I mean, I don't know how cool. I mean, it was a cool moment until he struck out. <laughs> it would have been cooler. Yeah, I mean, it would have been cool. Be but even, even no.
0: stepping in the box,
2: that's yeah. like, you know, probably a dude. He watches a teenager. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure.
1: That's you getting to podcast with but me. But he's had that before. I mean, he's faced him before, I'm sure. Don't you think? I don't know. No, I don't think so because they called up a Rosarena late because the Rays have. The, up late August, or so September didn't and, face him at all. And they didn't play. Um, and, you know, the Rays are, you know, they have that luxury of keeping the Cuban Mookie bets down at their off, offside nope. affiliate Never for fun. It, that was the first time they ever faced, faced each other. Chapman pitch only pitched lot. like 11 innings in the regular season. Also yeah. True. Yeah, Chapman didn't pitch a lot.
0: Yep. All right, moving on.
1: Gary Sanchez cleanup. Game four. Should have been.
2: <laughs> get, it, get it fucking right for the rest of the playoffs. Piggy's the catcher. Currently out for the rest of the playoffs. Higgy's yeah. the catcher now. Just we're just done with Gary Sanchez. I don't We'll talk about this. We'll later. talk about it a later time. Dodgers
0: finish off the Padres. They win 12 to 3. Um, you know, Roberts got criticized a little bit for his plan with Dusty. Dusty was the opener. Uh, I get he did pitch in game. One after Bueller, so maybe there wasn't maybe that was the plan the whole time. He goes one inning pitch, one walk, one strikeout. Then they bring in Kolarek, who's like mm. now we were watching the Yankees game while this happened, but what is what is this? Well he brought in Kolarek to face Max Muncie because he's a lefty. Walked him. Moreland. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm on the wrong. He brought him in the face. Hosmer? What's happening? Hosmer. Fam, I don't know. I guess I don't know Adam Cullerick anymore. He he was like a lefty specialist last postseason.
1: They tried to get cute with it, and if you try to get cute with it and it doesn't blow up, everyone gets pissed. Especially when Dustin May is looking like he's been looking. Um, And you know, this was the first move. The Padres get another early lead in this series. Uh, Everyone wants to kill Dave Roberts And I get it I've killed Dave Roberts a lot Uh, But you know what The move after that The Kolarek thing is weird They intentionally walked Myers And then Kolarek walks in uh, a run Which is a pretty bad look Um But uh, the story of this game that kind of gets overlooked because people love crapping on Dave Roberts, Urias, who is the real guy that followed Dustin May, goes five innings, one hit, six Ks. Uh, Again, just this plethora of talent. Like, Urias on any other team would be like your young pitcher that you tell everybody about. You'd be like, yo, you got to see this dude. He's another bonus piece for these Dodgers. Uh, He drops Dick. (laughs) Padres used 11 pitchers in this game. Um and oh, yeah, Dodgers put up a 12 spot without hitting a homer. So they're disgusting. I saw this
2: game referred to as a surgical performance by the Dodgers. That's exactly what it was. It was just, they're efficient in every way possible, man. They just do it to you. I mean, look at just one, five, one, one. Oh, okay, you can blank us for the three innings. Okay, let's put up a four spot. Will Smith with five hits in the game. Your damn yeah. catcher getting five hits. And it is Urias. We've talked about this before. But yes, I agree with you. On any other team, he's starting for you game two, most likely, one or two. But yeah, he's in their bullpen now because they have the starting pitching depth and they can use him. Like in games like this, where they give him, that gives the Dodgers length. I mean, the Padres, we talked about this earlier, uh, or last pregame show or recap, whatever. It's just unfortunate they had no Lamette, no Clef. Because the, after that, after Clev came out, LeMet wasn't there. You really realized that they had no chance, and they ended up getting swept by the Dodgers. None of the games were particularly close. Am I forgetting one that
1: was close? Uh, last night was uh, that great game that ended close. Belly robs Tatis. He, that, so that was that uh, was a good yeah, game. Yeah. That was a good game.
2: Yeah, that was a good yeah. game. You're right. You're right. Speaking You're of right.
0: Belly, but they intentionally walked him, and then your dude Pollock was like, "Okay, fine. I'll just mm. get the RBI." They used 11 pitchers. Here, here's, here's this from the Dodgers' perspective or Padres' perspective. Good good year, competitive year, excited year. Build the fan base. Build the foundation for the future. You lost your number one. You lost your number two. The house of cards Jake referred to that you were trying to stack as you're pitching every single day. Like God bless Jace Tingler's heart. I mean, look at for, this. And, and the decision makers who had to do that. They threw nine yesterday. They threw 11 today. Something like that. I mean... Not a formula for winning postseason baseball. If they have DeNelson, if they have, if they have, uh, or no, it was nine in game one, one, two, three, four, five in game, in game two. You only had a pitcher get you to the fifth inning once.
1: So that was Zach Davies.
0: Not much to be like too brutally upset about, I don't think, if you're a Padres fan because you lost your one and two going into the postseason. Clev wasn't a rental. He's back. Yeah. Um,
2: you need to figure Paddock out. Get him back to what he was. I mean, because you need, look, if you have him and then those three guys, or those two guys, nice starting three right there for you to go along with that beautiful offense that you have.
1: And, yeah. and nobody, the true San Diego Padres diehards don't want to hear it because they're in love with their lineup. They love this team. They don't want to talk about next year, but that's where you're at. And, hey, Zach Davies is a really good regular season pitcher. Like, look at his stats this year. He did crazy good. Mora Hone, who started this game for them, he's, what, 21? Like, he's going to be around for a little bit. They're not losing anyone. I just looked. They're they not, uh, they're they are going to be around, and they they kind of do have a good excuse. You lost your one and two pitchers. Any team that lost their one and two pitchers um, would lose a playoff series. Does, so. this,
0: does this mean they're a free agent after 2021 season, right?
1: Um. Well, it's the 2020 season, so I think they're a free agent this year. You should find Moreland because he's a free agent, right? Um. Anyways, uh, they're set up. It sucks. Eleven pitchers: I'll, I'll, Morajone, Stam, Patino, Hill, Altavilla, Strom, Adams, Pagan, Pomeranz, Richards, Rosenthal. So I mean,
0: Richards, Castro, Rosenthal, Yates, Profar. Those are
1: those guys are all.
0: All gone. So, and Moreland's got an option that they're not
1: going to pick up. Probably. And by the way, this team's strength is it's hitting with, you know, a couple of those stud pitchers when they are healthy. And I still think the Dodgers have a better lineup. Like, well, Dodgers this, are a juggernaut. This this Dodgers team yeah. is is monstrous. There's they no might for the Dodgers. <laughs> they might be the only team that could survive if you took Bueller and Kershaw off. But guess what? They're fine, <laughs> and they'll be there Beth going May, into the Tony next round. Tony Gonsolin, yeah.
2: Urias, yeah. It would just be a young.
1: It would just be a young stud pitching staff instead of those guys. So, um, they well, are, it will be
0: interesting. This the I Dodgers think. have some slight questions. What's Kenley going to do in a close game? That hasn't really been. <laughs> Or what's their – is it Kelly, Kenley, or are they completely abandoning their – what's Dustin May's um, job in a seven-game series? Is he now just a starter? You would think so. Or is yeah. Urias – how do you say it, Trev? Ooh. Urias. Urias, is he a starter? Um, probably don't I give Kolarek seven seven batters anymore for Colorex because he's a three no. – like he averages three batters all season, so can't leave him to die, but – They did because they don't care that much. They didn't care.
2: They didn't care about the series. It was easy for them. Yeah, they're going to go depending on how – well, I guess they can line it up whatever way they want now. That's going to be Walker, Kershaw, Dustin May will be their three guys. Can I give
0: claps for someone?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I want to give claps for
0: Drew Pomerantz. Okay. Drew Palm, my guy. I mean, what a – change in career yeah the brewers got the bag from i mean he should go send the brewers a thank you card yeah say like hey thanks for thinking of me as a reliever
1: thanks that was cool
0: uh the brew the where's his stats in here trying to find it i think he had i think pomeran's pitched like five games i just had it up and scoreless
1: Yeah, this one wasn't as impressive. He goes .1 innings, a hit, and two walks, but he's... In this game? As a reliever, he's been like a dominant force.
0: (laughs) I was just talking the whole postseason. Yeah. The whole postseason, he went four innings pitched, zero earned runs in
1: five games. Used a lot. Good job. He's a dude out of the bullpen after becoming... Kind of a he became like a joke in Boston. They didn't use him in that Evaldi game. Good for him. Uh, and yeah, uh, final thing over here. You know, a lot of a lot of these playoff games come down to like you know, t- runners in scoring position. Did you go one for eight or did you go three for eight? Dodgers with runners in scoring position last night. Eight for twenty four. Twenty four <laughs> at bats with runners in scoring position. <laughs> what? <laughs> Part of me thinks we're just going to be looking back
2: at the season being like, was there anybody particularly even close to the Dodgers?
1: I'll say the only teaser I've got for Dodgers-Braves, because we will have an episode talking baseball, check it out. Uh, Braves love their bullpen. Dodgers don't. So if the Braves can get some early game action, that series can become fun. You need to get Kelly and and Jansen involved, and
0: then Dodgers fans squirm. You know who I'm terrified. Which is so funny because that's <laughs> that means they're
1: winning late. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: yeah. Braves' secret weapon is uh, the mansplain girls on Twitter. They yeah. Are, they are terrifying me. Yeah. Because I'm scared to say anything negative about the Braves. They Don't do it. They Keep doing you it and rip your heart out. Yeah. On oh, Twitter. Yeah.
0: yeah. Good. Shout out mansplain baseball out. elsewhere. Pra- Braves pod on the network. They're feisty. What was it? They're Will funny. Smith
1: first catcher ever with five hits? BBD. First catch ever Correct. with a five hit postseason game,
2: and I think only the ninth person with a five hit postseason also, game. Also, Will Smith versus Will Smith. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Big. Will Smith, the pitcher in the book.
0: Odds that Will Smith, the actor, hundred percent like gets involved with that. Like if they are oh, yeah, if he, they're hitting yeah. each other, like he does a picture of like him watching look 100%. and then post it on his Instagram. Hundred percent. Do
2: that again, do that again. That's good. Like, yeah. Uh, there's. Let me tell the listeners out there: don't ever take a picture like this.
0: Okay. Why?
1: Don't do it. Because, because if you're gonna throw up one peace sign, you throw up two oh my the double bird <laughs> oh cross them i love that jake and i that's... like
0: the just the number one pose a lot like yeah. we're big fans of no, just
2: that's that is your pose just that's a uh... number one
1: <laughs> we do that a lot people just wonder why are you doing that <laughs> who's number one people people have the weirdest poses
2: like whenever the california strong guys do a, a video they all just stand like this Yeah, like security? Yeah, security
1: stance. Security stance? Fucking be regular. Just be a person. Be regular. I think we can stand behind that.
0: All right. Hey, that's the episode. We're going to go to the pregame show. There's only one game to preview. We're a deep dive. Yeah. If anyone's interested in uh, our stats, go to the pregame show because I don't have them up right now. We'll see you there. We're all still doing well, over 500. I like that. Goodbye. Farewell. Alviter saying. Bye,
2: Chad. Thanks, Patreons.
1: Bye, Chad. stage singing singing my chemical romance
2: i love that
1: is that a (laughs) band or a song